Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous and wonderful, sorry, say Saturday, Tuesday morning. And I hope everybody's doing well today. I apologize for um, the uh, delay. I uh, was trying to uh, see, make sure that this was working on uh, our website. We've been having a lot of trouble with our website and uh, trying to get this to stream out like we're supposed to. And so. I apologize for that, but uh, good morning, Ed, and good morning, Darlene. Glad we're able to get this to work this morning. We've been having, uh, like I said, uh, uh, she's been trying to watch, and several others on our um, website, and uh, have not been able to stream out at all. And uh, we have our dear brother in Christ, uh, Mr. Greg Mullins. He has worked diligently behind the scenes, uh, busting his tail, trying to get this figured out as to while we uh, are unable to stream, everything was right, everything, all the codes and letters and everything was where it was supposed to be, but for whatever reason, YouTube is wanting to fight against the, the program we're using, and, I, and that's the problem, is uh, YouTube. And which don't surprise me, i would be honest with you, because um, they're big supporters of uh, LGBTQ, and I'd say they, uh, particularly when it comes to anything ministry-wise, I'm sure they want to stifle it big time. But uh, good morning, Kelly. So I, I you know, but um, so that's the problem we've been having. The world. He, that, and I think he said there were some, um, I forgot what he called it. Um, oh, gosh, something had to be, apparently there was um uh, anyway, he figured it out. Let's just put, let's leave it there. <laughs> so okay. I think we'll try to get technical this early in the morning. Good morning, Debbie. And I appreciate your kind word yesterday, Debbie. It really touched my heart underneath my wife's post. That meant a lot. But anyway, uh, you know, I, I praise God. Uh, we live in such a wonderful country that we do. I tell you, I was wanting to try to go vote yesterday. And hey, oh my gosh, the line was, I mean, I I ain't never seen a lot like that to go vote, particularly early in the morning. And uh, I figured on a Monday morning it wouldn't be that bad. I could slip in and out real quick and get back, and uh, it was crazy. They were parked all the way out to the road. And so I told Brady, I have to wait till it dies down a little bit so I can do my civic duty and uh, be sure that you do. And and I tell you what, Lord help us. I know I say this every morning, but Lord help us if those two lunatics get in there. We are in deep doo-doo, I'm just telling you right now. It just amazes me how the media covers for them, and uh, it just, it's crazy. It really is. It just, I don't get it, don't understand it. So, Well, my friends, let us stand and let us do the Pledge of Allegiance. So let me get this up over here. Hold on here. Well, all righty. And I will, uh-oh, uh whoops, wrong button. There we go. Hold on to what you got there. And then, there we go. All right. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Praise God for... Uh, to allow us to be able to, to do that each and every day, and glad that we can. And uh, one reason why I do the picture-in-picture, picture, uh, of course, I can't do that on uh, the website, or if I can, I ain't figured it out yet. 
But uh, the reason why I do that on social media is so that you see, you know, it would be easy for me to boil that up and just sit here. But I want to demonstrate that I do stand, I do remove my hat, I do place my hand over my heart, and I do say the pledge. So I don't want you to think, oh, he just, you know, he's probably just sitting there and reading it, rattling that off. So, no, I show respect uh, uh, to the flag when, uh, so uh, it's amazing to me, though. I was telling somebody the other day, um, when I make these wooden flags, uh, somebody's wanting me to make one uh, where the field of blue is at. Uh, it looks like the original 13 stars of uh, the, uh, the original American flag for the colonies. And in the middle, put uh, uh, the T for Tennessee. And uh, somebody's telling me, so you better be careful so people get tore up. And they do. You know, it's sad. Uh, my dad wore a scarf, a, a scarf, all right, American flag scarf, and people gave him down the road, and I was like, I just don't get it. You know, obviously, if I catch somebody burning a flag, I'm going to lot into them. You know, I'm going to go after them. But it amazes me for people who want to show patriotism, and they get beat down too, and I just, I, I don't get it. I mean, I really don't. I mean, I don't want to disrespect the flag in any way, but, you know, I think sometimes people get a little too... Uh, uh, fanatical, uh, you know, about things when somebody's trying to show patriotism and encourage it, you know, hey, if that's what, you know, if you want to show your uh, your pride in our country at this point in time in history, the way our nation is, if somebody wants to wear a scarf, a hat, uh, a coat, <laughs> looks like the American flag, go for it, man, show some patriotism. I, I don't see any problem with that at all, you know, and, um, but uh, yeah, Lord, help anybody if I'm around, I catch a bird in a flag, I'll I'll be starting a uh, ministry in uh, prison, <laughs> so just so you know, because I that's one thing I am not going to put up with. So now when I'm speaking, of course you're going to hear noises. You know, of course you you all know I'm at home at my home office, and uh, of course I got my two little dogs in here, and they're liable to bark or do something. I got a teenage daughter and uh, trying to get ready for school. My wife's trying to get ready. So if you hear stuff, you. My wife's like, I'm sorry. I'm like, it doesn't matter. People know I'm at home. It's fine. It's good. So if you hear, these, uh, hear what's going on around, you, you'll understand. So well, let's go ahead and look at our verse this morning. We're going to look at uh, 1 Thessalonians uh, chapter uh, 4, verse 3 uh, this morning. And again, that's 1 Thessalonians 4, verse 3. So if you got your Bibles handy, be sure and get those out. And uh, if you don't have your Bibles, of course, I try to make it as convenient for you as I can. Uh, to bring up the morning verse. And it says, For this is the will of God, even your sanctification, that you should abstain from fornication. Now, the main focal point here uh, is uh, uh, not fornicating. <laughs> but, uh, maybe we can hit on that on another day. But the main point here is uh, uh, sanctification. And we can cross-reference that over here in 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 1, verse 30. It says, But of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God has made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. So when we look at that, uh, particularly with regards to sanctification, they, uh, Jeff Renica says, thought those nails clacking on the floor was yours. Brandy needs to trim those. Oh, you're just mean, Jennifer. She's rotten. I tell you what. She's one of those girls who acts all quiet and nice, and she's meaner than a snake. So, no, she's a, she's a wonderful lady. But uh, but anyway, you know, we looked at sanctification. You know, before uh, God, uh, we were separated from him because of our sins. Obviously, uh, during the fall uh, of Adam and Eve, uh, when sin entered the world, uh, we were all, each and every one of us, 
are born with that uh, disease of sin. And that sin is what separates us from, uh, from God. And Jesus Christ bridged that gap. Uh, you know, I love the illustration. I'm sure you all have seen. It looks like a, 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 a huge precipice uh, and uh, a gap between two uh, the cliffs. And uh, then it'll show like the cross as a bridge uh, to get to the other side. And, and that's what Christ done is to make a way for us uh, to be near God, uh, to be able to stand before him. And uh, so with us being sinners, uh, God demanded that justice, and that's why Jesus Christ had to do that atoning work uh, on the cross. And uh, so that's why we need to make sure that we understand uh, that uh, we are willing to give our, our all to him, uh, to seek God's will and not our own. Uh, you know, uh, in um, Oswald, Oswald's book, The Utmost for Our Highest, he discusses in there in the fact that, uh, you know, people need to be careful uh, and uh, and to make sure that they give their all to Christ, that they're they're willing uh, to submit to Him uh, in in deep uh, humility, uh, in in prayer, in repentance, to give our all to Jesus Christ. And when we come to know Jesus Christ, our personal Lord and Savior, uh, you know, when it comes to sanctification, we we come to, we do that in a progressive uh, manner. We do it in an experiential manner uh, is how we come to Christ as sanctification. And uh, it is that, again, that we are set apart when it comes to being sanctified. So before we were separated from God uh, in regards to our sin, but now we are separate from the world when we become a child of God. See, we, see, we still see that separation. Remember, we are set apart for God's good work. And so we need to make sure, you know, there's so many times that, you know, I've explained this before that when we are praying for God's will, you know, we have an idea in our head what we want, but uh, oftentimes we are not willing to submit to God. You know, we want to bend God's will to our own instead of submitting our all to Him. And it does take time and deep rooted prayer. And that's one thing that's really been on my mind a lot here lately is uh, really, uh, I ask you all to, to really be in prayer. Uh, in regards to the church, uh, the direction of the ministry, uh, it's really been weighing heavy on my mind. Uh, I've been really been trying to pray uh, and where God wants Fountain Life to go. You know, what, what direction does God want our church to go in? Uh, you know, I um, uh, don't, you know, if having a problem with the motorcycle ministry and like that, I'm not talking about that. It's just I want to make sure, you know, where my dad is retiring and I'm taking over, uh, I want to make sure that that uh, that I'm submitting to God's will to make sure we're taking the church in the direction He wants it to go in, and uh, you know, and it, it weighs heavy on my mind. Uh, my dad has had a tremendous ministry, and uh, and has built a wonderful church with full of wonderful people. Uh, but I want to make sure that I'm doing God's will, and that we're in the community, and that we're active, and we're being seen, not not be seen as to oh they're putting on a show. No, to be seen that in the in the sense that uh, uh, we're doing God's work. We're we're doing it out of love. We want to help those around us, uh, and uh, so be with me in prayer about that because I want God's will and whatever it is in your life that you're uh, are are dealing with. Uh, make sure that you're seeking God's will. And, you know, and if you, sometimes people try to say, well, what is, um, how do we know God's will? You know, well, uh, Dad always had a thing. Uh, he always said that uh, he felt like was God's will uh, is if you had a piece about it, is it biblical, does it stay in your mind? 
you know, and you could you could stay in your mind, but it may not necessarily be biblical. You can stay in your mind, maybe biblical, but you may not have a piece about it. So, so you know, those are some, those are some areas uh, that you can kind of look at uh, to uh, to be sure, you know, if, if you're in the right direction. But see, sometimes we get mad, and we get upset. You know, we're saying, "Oh, I want to submit my will to you, Lord," but then we don't get the response we want from God. Oh, we get torn to pieces, you know, because you know we're like we're we're like children. We'll we'll slap and sling and and uh, drop our shoulders and kick and moan and complain if we don't get what we want. And that's not submitting to God's will. That's trying to force God's will to our own, and we cannot do that for an all-knowing God, a finite being, uh, or I'm sorry, an infinite being with a finite human mind. Uh, you know, we we don't under, always understand the things of God. Remember, we have been set apart for God's good work. That's why we are here, to serve the Lord God with all of our heart, with all of our soul, with all of our mind, with all of our being, to love the neighbor, uh, love our neighbors ourselves. We are, are here for a reason and for a purpose. And make sure that you are seeking that purpose out. We are, are, we are sanctified. We are set apart from the world. Remember, before Christ, before we understood salvation, we were set apart from God. And because that sin separated us. But now that we are children of God, we are now set apart from the things of the world. You know, and, and where's your mind? Is it in the things of the world? Is it in the things that are temporal? Or is that, where is that where all your, your, your energy is at? Uh, sometimes you can put all your focus and energy in your children, grandchildren, your work, your uh, money, retirement. I mean, it could be any number of things. What, where are you seeking God at? Are you are you giving your all to Him, or well, God, I get to you when I get time. Right now, I've got to do all this kind of attitude. Not that you're uh, doing that specifically uh, out loud, but subconsciously you may be doing that. You know, and we may need. You know, what does God's word say? Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. So we need to make sure that we are submitting to God's will, seeking Him out daily to see what his uh, will and his work for our lives are. So let's make sure that we are on our knees, that we're in prayer, in deep, sincere prayer and repentance and asking God to show us the way, show us what he wants for our lives. You woke up today, God has a plan. He has a reason for you today. What that is, I don't know. Who knows who you may cross paths with? You know, that's when me and my wife was talking, uh, you know, where I'm, uh, we're trying to start a, a, a little side business and uh, hoping to get to the point to where uh, Brandy could uh, quit her job and she could do this full time. But, uh, but she loves what she does, so I don't know. Uh, we're just praying about that because it's kind of a double-edged sword. You know, we, we'd like to get this business going, but, uh, uh, but she really loves what she does. Uh, she loves working with the children. But the point is, uh, where I make these flags, these crosses and things, uh, the people we get to meet, we've got to meet some really cool people, some really interesting people, and, uh, uh, and it, it's, it's neat how we've gotten to cross paths with those that um, actually we knew from the past and didn't realize it. You know, uh, we started a, a young lady uh, uh, Saturday, and apparently she came to our church uh, uh, over 20-some years ago, and I, I didn't realize that. And we exchange stories about different people. So it's kind of neat who you cross paths with. There's been times when I've been hospitalized. Hey, I got to witness and minister to uh, uh, nurses and doctors. And uh, so you never know where you're at and what you're doing, how God may place you in a position. You may get mad because you get a, a flat tire or something. And, and who knows, you uh, take it into somewhere to get it fixed. And uh, I might run into somebody, strike up a conversation, you get telling them about Jesus Christ. You know, you may have a circumstance that may be, in essence, a pain and make you mad, make you angry. 
that maybe there's a reason why God allowed that to happen so that you cross paths with somebody you could talk to about church, about Jesus Christ. Or, you know, and uh, I know it's frustrating. You know, it is uh, aggravating when you're stuck in traffic. But praise God, maybe the Lord's trying to uh, prevent you from getting further up ahead and maybe you would have been involved in a car wreck or the crash. You know, maybe you were held back for a reason. So that's why we always have to give God the glory in all situations. But let's make sure that we're seeking him out daily. Are you truly spending that time uh, on your knees in repentance and in prayer, sincerely seeking out God's will for the day? It's easy to throw up a, a, a half-hearted prayer and as you're gripping the steering wheel going out of the driveway. Oh, well, Lord, what do you want me to do today? Uh, uh, thank you, Lord, and go on. You know, that's not really spending sincere time in prayer. And I, I think that's a, a detriment to a lot of Christians today. And I think that's why there's so much apathy and complacency within the church and within the, among the, the congregants is because people are not spending that time. They're not taking it seriously enough. They're more concerned with social media uh, and uh, and how they look in selfies <laughs> and, uh, uh, or, or wanting to go out on the lake. Or, not that any of these things are sinful. I'm not saying that. It, but it's priorities is what I'm trying to say. You can spend a lot of time doing a lot of things that uh, don't amount to anything, but you're not spending the proper time in prayer and, in stu and Bible study. And people say, well, you, I don't have enough time. But you know what? You always have enough time for the things you really want to do. So you need to set apart a, a specific time of day uh, to really sincerely spe you know, spend that with the Lord, talking to God, walking with God. You want that close, intimate, personal relationship with Jesus Christ. You can only do that by spending time in the Word and spending time in prayer. And the only way you're going to understand God's will for your life is spending that time in prayer. Reading it, this is, this is how God communicates to us is through His Word, and so you know a lot of people say, well, you know, I don't know what to read, and I just pick up the Bible and just turn to whatever. Well, you're not going to be consistent with that. That's why I post every day uh, how to read the Bible in the year, so you stay consistent. Now, obviously, Lord, a lot of times, like for me, He may, uh, on top of my uh, regiment of, of Bible study each morning, He may lay a, a specific verse on my mind. And of course, I go look that up and read that and may study on, ponder on that a little bit. You know, that may happen as well. But make sure that you're seeking the Lord out daily, all right? That you're, you know, there's a lot of people out there, you know, you, know, you can tell by looking at me, I like to eat. I enjoy it. Uh, if uh, people don't eat, guess what? They're going to starve. They're going to be malnourished and uh, they're going to be weak. And, uh, and they may even die from uh, malnourishment. There's a lot of Christians out there who are malnourished spiritually, See, this is, this is our meat. This is how we, uh, we are fed spiritually. And there's so many people out there who are anemic. There's so many people out there who are anorexic that uh, are not feasting on the good things of God. And, when you, and then when the attacks come, you're too weak to fight back. That's why it's imperative we spend that time daily with the Lord. You should want to. You should be so excited uh, to get to spend a little bit of quality time with Jesus each and every day that you look forward to that and want to do that. But let's seek his will. You know, remember, we are set apart for his good purpose. So let's make sure that you understand that, hey, I'm not of this world. I'm in it, but I'm not of it. I'm set apart. I have a mission. I have a duty uh, as a child of God, as a servant, as a slave to Christ. I have a duty and a purpose to serve him. How can I serve him today? So seek him out, pray about it, and see where the Lord may lead. Let us pray. Then, Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Uh, Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful and beautiful day that you've blessed us with. Lord, thank you so much for your redemption, your sanctification. 
your glorification. Lord, thank you so much for uh, what you have done in our lives. Let us seek you early. Let us seek you daily. And let us serve you well. And Lord, for someone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let us pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you've died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us, lead us, guide and direct us till we meet again. And Lord, I just pray that uh, you'll be with our president and pray this election. Lord, I pray that you'll be with uh, this nation, that you bring healing upon this land. Be with our brothers and sisters in Christ, uh, Kim Penix and Wendy Lee and uh, Ginger and Troy Hood and uh, Lennon David Feathers. I pray that you'll be with Murph. I pray that you'll be with Ron Thompson, uh, Larry and Donna Knight, Jane Kitchings. Uh, Lord, I pray that you'll be with Fran Pear and her sisters and uh, so many other uh, prayer requests and concerns, Lord Jesus. Lord, uh, just pray that today be a great day, and uh, Lord, uh, let's just let's glorify you in it. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning. You know, Jennifer was being very mean to me this morning, <laughs> and uh, just want to give everybody a quick reminder. I hate to do this. And sad to do it, but we are going to have to cancel our fall festival. Uh, this COVID thing, uh, they said it doubled. I was watching JHL doubled uh, in cases in our area. And uh, in fact, I already read another article from JHL said they recommend not for kids not to be trick-or-treating at all this year. And um, uh, in fact, it's so bad in this area right now, it's four times that of the national average. So it's kind of some scary stuff what's going on. I, I hate the mask, too. I hate it. I despise it with every fiber of my being. I hate it. But I don't know about you. I don't want to get it. I got enough breathing problems as it is. I don't want that mess. My family to get it. You don't want it. So take the proper precautions. Do what you got to do. I know it's uh, a lot of people feel like it's a political motivated uh, thing to wear a mask. If it'll help save a life, then that's what we got to do. But uh, so I hope you understand. Apologize. But uh, we are going to have to cancel. If you'd like to share these devotions, uh, you can find me at Dr. Young 77 And uh, thank you, Robin. I appreciate you, too. Hope you have an awesome day. Uh, you share those devotions there. Uh, and uh, right now, it seems to be working. <laughs> if your friends around me don't do Facebook, uh, they can watch live on flbconline.com. It's kind of hit and miss on there sometimes, but uh, hopefully we'll, this will be, uh, you know, It'll work like it's supposed to. And uh, always, uh, if you haven't already, subscribe to the Doc Young Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes. Uh, free of charge. Don't cost you a thing. And uh, it is, um, hold on here, trying to get this up over here on the website. Uh, it's, uh, uh, you know, it's audio only. Listen to as you're going to work, going out and playing and doing what it is that you do out and about the day. Miss Debbie Sipe says, thanks for starting our day off with a right foot. Thank you, Mrs. Sipe. You're too sweet and too kind. But anyway, I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless. Fire, but now there's fire inside of me.